final scripture, please. The final scripture is Psalms 22, verse 3. It reads, Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. Amen. He's enthroned. The Lord is enthroned in the praises of his people. So when you think, oh, I'm just praising, oh, I praise you, Lord. What are you engaging? You're engaging God. Mm -hmm. He's the one that dwells in your praises. Mm -hmm. And as you're being attacked, yes, the spirit of might will be released to ambush mm -hmm. those enemies. But the Father sits in your praise. If you begin to complain all over the place, like the Israelites kept complaining and things kept getting worse for them. Oh, we don't have water. Oh, we don't have garlic. Oh, we don't have a place to rest. Oh, we don't have this. What do you think is sitting, is enthroned in all those complaints? If you're just cursing that person now and cursing this person now and sitting down and engaging worry, what is associated with that kingdom of cursing out, of worrying, of complaints, of idleness? We said the idle mind is the devil's workshop, right? Yeah. We know these things, guys. We say that when our mind is idle, the devil is working overtime. That's his workshop. He's enthroned in our worries. We say that. So always catch yourself. When you're very troubled about something and you're complaining, or you're even saying, oh, this will never work for me, shame on me, this will never end, it happened to my parents, it happened to my grand, I remember even the doctor said this, what are you bringing in your atmosphere? You are engaging a being, and the being you're engaging is Satan himself. If you want to engage God and you want him to come and sit in your atmosphere, praise, praise him. him. Amen. Praise him and get everything that your father has available before his throne to assist you. Let all the seven spirits of God that are sent as the eyes of God to all over the earth, let them begin to walk around and circle around and fly around and appear right before you concerning your situation mm -hmm. you must win this battle because you have what it takes to win this battle but if you don't do anything or if you do something that is not of the kingdom of god you will keep suffering mm. you will lack power you will lack authority sadly you will blame god but how do you blame god when you're not engaging him to have him release that for you. You have the power to engage God. This is where the free will comes. Who will you engage with the free will? It's not all God's part. You are the initiator. Scripture says draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh. I mean, he's already sent his son. I don't know how much more nigh he can help you or he has drawn to you. He sent his son. Now the choice is ours. Will you praise? Will you engage heaven so that the entire atmosphere of heaven happens for you right now in the spirit? And I also wanted to liken the thunder and the earthquake and the lightning that was happening when Paul and Silas were praising God. I want to liken that to the scripture we also read in Revelations 4, 5. 
and from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. So what was happening before the throne was happening in the prison. Because these people were praising, they were taking things that were happening in heaven and making it manifest on earth. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirit of God. Yes, the spirit of might, which was also before the throne of God in heaven, had shown up upon the earth. Even for Jehoshaphat. So all the voices and all the bush, bash, 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 bash that was happening and all the killings and destructions were the powerful occurrence within the kingdom of God and before the throne of God that was manifesting on earth. Because the people of God chose to praise God. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your war, what does he say? He says, lift up a song and lay down the sword. It's not your sword. It's not your physical energy. For the battle is mine, says the Lord. Linda, remember that song, right? Sing unto the Lord. Make a joyful sound. Lift your voices and let his praise resound. Sing a victory song in a time of war. Trust in Jesus. The battle is the Lord. And so, Father, we thank you for this mighty weapon of warfare that we have. That we can engage you and bring you into our atmosphere. That we have a voice and we have a heart and we have desire. And then knowing that when we praise you like this, you can inhabit and fill up the atmosphere. And when you come, everything else bows. Nothing demonic, nothing can stand against you. So we begin to choose today to participate in this activity of heaven and see victory in the midst of this battle. In the midst of these challenges we face, the midst of this prison situation where we are stuck in one place and we can't move further, in the midst of curses in the bloodline that we are not even aware of, Lord, we praise you. We know that we are in a war. We are wrestling. But it's not against physical beings. It's against principalities and powers and dominions in heavenly places, in high places. But we hold on to the one who is higher. And we pull him into our entire existence as a spirit being we stand. And we call on our Father in praise. And we thank you, God, because you release angelic support for us. Because you release your seventh spirit. And in this case, you release the spirit of might to come and fight our battle. Break this chains off of us. Loosen the grip of hell against us. Set us free from this prison sentence, God. Fight the giants. Fight the sons of the demonic realm. The demonic oppressive spirits that have gathered together, have camped together against us, against my sister, against my brother. In the name of Jesus, we engage praise right now. And we thank you, Lord. Because as we praise you, we sing a victory song today. We thank you, Lord, because this battle is won in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I need two or three people to tell me what their takeaway is. The power of praise. It just made you realize you actually bring confusion to the enemy. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
plan is for you to feel darker, depressed, and all that, and then now you're praising, like, look at the fall. In fact, they had a reason, so many reasons to complain. Yeah. Because all the work they were doing, they were doing for God. Right. I'll <laughs> be there, they're like, Lord, come on, look at all the things you're doing, look what they have done to us. But instead of complaining, they start praising the Lord. Yes. So you can see that uh, even in our lives, so many times when you feel like, oh, my goodness, things are not going the way you want, you're feeling depressed. But once you start worshiping the Lord, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Yes. Even whatever that you're going through, it just goes away. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now you know what is taking place in the spirit. It doesn't just, yeah. you're right? Yeah, yeah, there's a, a real activity taking place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not even, I'm learning now that even now, when you do that, the spirit of might. Yes. Come and fight the battle for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Wow. I'm going to be praising yeah. God all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And even when you see in the Chronicles, it says that the battle is not ours. Yes. When they also fought, when they were, them they were praising the Lord and knowing that it's not their battle, mm-hmm. it is God's. It is God's, right? Whoever yes. touches you, God said, has touched the apple of my eyes. Right. True. That's so good, Marie. Oh, I love that. So my take is whatever opposition you're facing, because we are going to be challenged every day, stand before him. Mm. Stand before the Lord and praise him and worship him and ignite as you enter into his kingdom of heaven you will ignite the spirit of might yes like you said do not give up whether it's today tomorrow just keep praising him and worship him yes until you break away set free amen amen (laughs) amen oh that's so good Next person. Actually, okay. I've learned that complain less. Yes. <laughs> Impossible, don't because if it's don't. don't complain at all. Yes, because you know who you're bringing into the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, uh, Salome. That's very good. You brought that complaint uh, part. Please, guys, this is very serious. Like, if you read the story of the Israelites, you wonder why God will deliver them and they will go set up the golden calf. Yeah. It's not ordinary. So when you engage that demonic realm, you will receive from that demonic realm. With the complaints, instead of them to worship God, oh, God of Israel, remember... There were so many plagues that came upon the Egyptians. Remember, all of them had to kill a lamb and put the blood on the lentils. Remember how they came out and Pharaoh got mad that he had let them out and came full on before them. These people stood before a mighty Red Sea and watched the power of God part the Red Sea. And then these same people begin to take gold jewelry, burn it, and create a calf and worship and say, Oh, this is the God that brought us out of slavery. Who does that? I know. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So when you see people do stupid things,
a reason. They have engaged something in the spirit. You don't realize how you got to that very stupid place because you don't know what happened that led you to that place. It's because you engaged things that belong to the demonic kingdom. That's why you're getting demonic reactions and results. It's the engagements over time. It gets to a place where people behave like animals. People do stupid things and you're like, they're so stupid. That's why I'm like, no. Okay, you have a child that is struggling with something or you are struggling with something. I'm like, don't even try to mess with these things. Just go to God and stick to God until you are set free. Engage, praise, let God come into that atmosphere and ambush the demons that you have engaged. The Israelites kept engaging complaints and the demonic father of complaint came and consumed them so much so that they began to attribute their delivery from their slave masters after 400 years of oppression to something they created themselves. You wonder how the body of Christ got to where we are, where we read these things in the Bible and we're like, whoo, wow. And miracles, signs and wonders are not even things we engage. You wonder why it's so difficult for us to see it. Yeah. Who have we entertained in our atmosphere? This just reminds me of um, two pastors I was listening to yesterday. They were talking about men engaging in extramarital affairs. Mm. You know, somebody was asking, why do men cheat on their wives? And the mm. pastor was quick to say, no matter what you do, you can never... The value that is placed on your original tires cannot be compared to the value that is placed on your spare tire. The original is original. By the time you leave your wife or you leave your marriage and go out of your home, you are downgrading yourself. You can never live up to God's standard. That's a downgrade on its own. That's just how it is. Um, the devil shifts our attention from God, who is our ultimate, and he gives us something that looks as if it's going to satisfy us for a and then at the end of the day, we just find ourselves in a whole lot of mess. And this is how it starts. Before, you know, people will just I can't just believe that somebody will just sit down and worship an animal. Mm. Or better still, somebody will just go get something and place in front of him mm. and give that thing, you know. Mm. And this is somebody that used to believe in God and what have you. So mm. sometimes we, we are the ones that really make ourselves, like uh, Nadia said, what did we invite into our environment? Whatever it is that we invited into our environment, is that thing that makes us look so, it makes us look so simple and stupid at the end of the day. And then we'll be like, is this really how we brought ourselves so low? Mm. When God has placed us right there where he is, mm. and then we just bring ourselves down, down. It's just unfortunate. Anyway, based on today's lesson, what I learned is God inhabits the praises of his people. Mm. The Bible says in Psalm 22 verse 3, that God inhabits the praises of his people, meaning he lives in the praises of his people. Amen. Most times when we pray, most of us are always going, God, I want this, I want this, I want this. But then when we praise God, we just adore him for who he is. We honor him for who he is. And no matter what, there's none of us that just wants people to... I want to believe it and every one of us has a family member that when we see their calls, they will never call us to check on us. 
But when we see their cousins, oh, I want this and I want that, you know, God is already used to some of us. The only reason he prayed to me is because he wants to ask me for stuff. Yeah. But when we pray to God, we are moving our gaze from, please, God, I want this. We're just worshiping him. We're just honoring him. We're just thanking him. And it gives him, you know, so much joy. That's why the Bible says he inhabits, he lives in the praises of his people. Mm. And this is the one most of us do not use. This is a weapon that we can use at any given point in time. Yeah. Sickness, deliverance, whatever it is. And God comes and lives in the praises. If we want to see God move past, all we need to do is just to praise him. Mm. And he will live within our praises. And he will come to us as effective as whatever it is. So God wants us to like honor him for who he is and not just be like beggars always. God, please, this is my heart. It is me. Mm. You know that your child, I have come with you. Yes. Please, you know? <laughs> that is yeah. so good, Linda. And, and that's how we bring the heaven to earth. Amen. Richness that that have. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, th yeah. So, who? One more person, quickly. <laughs> Leticia. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm awake. Yeah. Tell us what you, your take. Your take is. Yeah, my take is that you know when you you believe in God and you keep you know praising, there's almost a guarantee that you're going to win. Yes. But um, but my always you know I always push. I'm like okay, so people who do not praise, who do not engage the Lord and all that, most times it's because you know out of ignorance they have not been taught they don't mm. know so now my question what i'm thinking about right now is like okay so including myself there's there's so much i'm discovering right now and i'm pleased and all that it's like what am i going to do with it because there are people out there who do not believe who do not you know you talk about praising god they look at you and they're like mm, you know you have nothing else to do they need to know. Yeah. They need to know. It's really out of ignorance. Then it's like, how do we help people to really like know the truth? You know, once you discover it, what do you do with it? And how do you do it? That's, you know. Great question. Number one, send them this podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Number two, if they are unbelievers, you have to talk with them after you send them the podcast. Amen. Number three, everyone you said podcast to pray that the spirit of God gives them understanding. You're responsible for everything you receive from God. Yes. Yeah. So take that responsibility. Number four, build this ministry. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Number five, keep believing that every investment you do like this for every one of them makes your papa happy. And so let all your focus and desire be to make papa God happy. Mm -hmm. 
and don't take anything for granted. As much as we commit to our work, as much as we commit to our families. You can as well give them examples from the Bible, like um, in the Old Testament, before they could um, conquer the, the city of Jericho, they prayed. That's the Old Testament. And that's the New Testament we just learned about Paul and Silas, they praised. So these are people, they didn't need to do much. You can imagine a whole city. They didn't have to go with their, their weapons and fight. They only obeyed the instruction to go around the city praising God. And the walls of Jericho fell down flat. It's a good weapon. We have examples of people from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And honestly, it still works today. You know, all you have to do is just praise. So you, you, you can show them examples because some people wouldn't believe, oh, I think this is the way out. No. But by the time you flip through the Bibles and you show them this is it, it happened in so so place. It happened in so so place. They will get a better picture of what you're trying to tell them. Mm, that is so powerful, Linda. What Linda brought is just so good. Yeah. So it's an ongoing teaching, but when she brought the walls of Jericho, I was like, oh my God, because this just goes on. I want to always put imagery into our minds because we're so used to the earth that we forget that the spirit is even more powerful and more vivid. So the walls of Jericho are falling down from praise. Who do you think showed up with the walls tumbling? Can you imagine being in that place and you're praising, you go around and then all that noise, all the scattering and the breaking. What is, who is doing that? Who has showed up with that kind of power and that kind of mind? So I want you to see <laughs> that the spirit of mind is really, really interested in your praise. Because then you allow the Lord invite him to you. And he's the eye of God and he's like, who? Where's Solange now? Where is Solange now? He's right before Solange. And then there's all these shatterings of the demonic forces against Solange's life and destiny. And Solange is like, what is happening? And she's praying in tongues. Worshiping God and all of that. And she's like, oh. There's something powerful happening in the spirit. My spirit can sense it. Could it be? That's why I'm getting louder. Could it be? That's why I'm getting more energy. Could it be? That's why I'm sweating. There is a real activity you are engaging with in the spirit. When you praise God. And he releases the spirit of mind. And I want you to begin to imagine it when you read scripture. I want you to begin to access it and engage it and make it your reality. Because as a spirit being, you're entitled to all of that. Yeah. When Elisha could see the war, because his servant was so scared, he said, Lord, just open, open this guy's eyes. Let him see. And when his eyes were seen, he saw all this force of heaven. On the spirit of might comes with all this battle warring angels. All of this goes on. And yet it takes you to see it. So if you can't see it, read the scripture and imagine. Imagine the ambushing. Imagine the shakings, the earthquakes, the chain breaking. Imagine the walls that were built. These are not wooden walls. This were made with rocks. It's not concrete. It was rocks. And for them to tumble like that, this were created for defense that humans could not even come break that. 
in that day, it was the giants that would lift those kind of rocks. And then you just praise, you think, oh, I'm just praising glory, hallelujah, I'm just praising, how we go to church. My father in the Lord says, two fast songs and three slow songs, and then we're out of the place. <laughs> yeah. We have no clue what we are actually participating in. So if I'm going to leave you with anything, please understand that what you are doing is as spiritual as can be. And the only reason why you have not understood is because probably other people didn't know. Now you know. And you've been taught to use it. And I will still go back to what Solomon said. Don't complain. Put down the list of things you do. The worry. Put them down and begin to figure out for yourself what kingdom am I inhibiting when I do these things in the midst of this war? Then think of praise. Do make this list so that you consciously engage God to come and sit in your atmosphere. Let him inhabit your praise. You have a voice, you have a spirit, you are powerful to draw God into your atmosphere. Do it. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say hey come come here come here he wants us in his kingdom realm with him he wants to show us heaven when jesus christ tore the veil when he died and he took us into heaven he seated us in heavenly places with god so right now we are in that seated position <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man so I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you, go for it, go grab your copy, please grab your copy, tell me about it, tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life, tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.